sense. If you put in garbage, you get out garbage. Mm -hmm. You put in part-time effort, you get out part-time results. Mm. You put in full-time effort, you get full-time results. Hey gang, the Headley Group Real Estate Show is a video audio podcast designed to highlight and interview real estate professionals, entrepreneurs, and other fields alike. The mission of our podcast is to acknowledge people of color and show their successes and in return, help our audience learn from them and pick up tips and tricks in building additional income. Hey, ladies and gents, this is Mike Kelly. We are back. Another great episode of Headley Group Real Estate Show. Um, I can't say too much, too much enough about this uh, young lady here. And actually, she's in my market and we had a deal together, right? But one thing I like to do is I like to highlight us. That was the whole objective of the show. People we work with indirectly or directly. Uh, She's been licensed, I think a year and a half to two years now. And what I say, she's done some great work. Again, she's in the backyard and I see her properties under contract, land deals, uh, investment deals, single family. She's doing some great things in the market. Let's give a warm welcome to Albany P. Jones. And I've been messing the company name up. What's the name of the company? It's Almogeny. <laughs> Almogeny. Let's Almogeny give a round of applause. Almogeny Realty. Round of applause. <laughs> so, Albany, thank you for coming to the show. No, thank you for having me here. Well, <laughs> You're awesome. Well, well, the first thing, I, like I said, uh, I, I want to really highlight is that the short, I think the, the small time she's been in real estate, she's done some wonderful things. I mean, she's working with all kinds of clients. And what I've really read about her is that she focuses on the client and all about the sales, about the client. And hopefully a lot of agents will see that and understand that's the core of the business, taking care of the client. Albany, you've been in the game, year, year and a half, two years. Uh, we all go through ups and downs, but our real estate business. What was that first deal like a rocky one, that first rocky deal. I want you to walk us through it so hopefully somebody can pick up some insight from that. Okay, so basically, um, from the outside looking in, I was super nervous about getting into real estate. One, because I was afraid I wasn't gonna sell anything. Mm. Two, I was used to having that safety net. Like at my other job, I got paid every Friday. It was a no brainer. So I'm like, okay, here we go. So. It was in a somewhat rural area of Reedsville, North Carolina, which is where I kind of grew up a little bit. Okay. And what ended up happening was the buyer wanted to terminate. Mm. And ultimately, you know, they didn't have any um, real reason why. I guess you could say uh, some of the family members kind of influenced their decision to back out of the deal mm-hmm. because they had purchased a home in the past and mm-hmm. there was something new called due diligence. Mm-hmm. So they didn't understand why they had to pay that. Mm-hmm. They felt like I was just trying to, you know, tell them about it, I guess, to get over on them or something. And mm-hmm. ultimately they decided to back out. So I was like, <laughs> why? Like we didn't have a home inspection. We didn't have anything um, completed but they wanted to back out and um, they did. And I was just heartbroken because I had you know, worked really hard with just driving all the way over there. And like, that's another thing, we drive a lot, like a lot. So I was just kind of heartbroken and sad about it. But ultimately, you know, it's, it's someone's investment. It's for some of the biggest purchase I'll ever make in their life. So you just have to be understanding of that and be extremely patient. It's not like buying a bag of chips or like something super common. 
-hmm. So for some people, especially first time buyers, and what I learned from that is that you have to take the time on the front end to talk to those first time home buyers. Mm -hmm. You have to, you have to, you just have to prepare them for what to expect and what's about to occur. Mm -hmm. Because once you start that journey and get into that process, it's, it's a wild journey. It's not something that's easy. Um, mm. I talk to my clients a lot about the microwave mentality. Mm. This is not please, that. Please share it a little more specific. What do you mean by microwave? So there's this book that I love and mm -hmm. it's called The Compound Effect by Darren Hardy. And there's a I read little it. Great. blurb. Uh, yeah, um, there's a little blurb in there about the microwave mentality and how people just expect things to just be super quick. Like when you go to the, the eye doctor mm -hmm. and you get your glasses back that same day, or we send text messages now when, you know, generations before us actually had to write letters. They had to wait to see what someone said, like two, three, four days. And now we're just super, just ready for something to happen now, just because we want it. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, in this market, everybody wants it. Right. So like, right. what are you willing to do? So that's how I kind of came up with my boot camps that I host. I host them weekly so that I can prepare people for this market and just educate them about being a first time home buyer and about the market at that time. Because of mm. course there are ebbs and flows with the market and you just have to keep people up to speed, mm. let them know what to expect mm. and keep yourself sharp with like, what resources are out here what's available for mm -hmm. these buyers and it's not just buyers it just depends on the client in general mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. investors as well Lots you, of go ahead go ahead i'm sorry because it was something you said i want to highlight no you're fine uh, yeah. lots of like um like loan types that are okay. specifically for investors mm -hmm. specifically mm -hmm. for you know that type of client so you have to have to have to keep yourself up to speed I think that for me, it's like a hunger because I didn't have another choice. Like I had gotten laid off from my job due to COVID. And although, you know, my family has been in the business or whatever, they're not the type of family that's gonna just hand something to you, mm. if that makes sense. They're gonna make you work. Mm -hmm. They're gonna support you, you know, if you genuinely need it, but mm. that's just not the type of, you know, upbringing that I had mm. where it was like, oh, here you go. Like, that's just not it. <laughs> So. But the great thing about that, it made you to who you are today, like you, you mentioned a second ago. Yeah, for mm -hmm. sure. Mm -hmm. you, you you said uh, uh, due diligence. Now, each state is different. And again, we have people from around the country who kind of watches us. What is due diligence? And what, 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 is that, what, what does that entail? So from my understanding, being that I haven't been licensed super long, okay. from my understanding in North Carolina, it wasn't always a thing. Mm -hmm. um, but due diligence money is just a fee it comes off of the purchase price mm -hmm. and it is um given to the sellers non-refundable for you to be able to conduct your home inspection for you to go in for your appraiser to come out all of those things that happen in mm -hmm. the home buying process up to mm -hmm. a certain date mm -hmm. which would be your due diligence date mm -hmm. um it's just giving them some type of consideration for them to allow you access to the property it shows them how serious you are about mm. purchasing the property as well. So, you know, I've, I've had people put 20,000 <laughs> due diligence really? and still mm. not win the house. Mm. I've had people put no due diligence because mm. we kind of structured the offer um, 
to be strong in other ways. Correct. So it really just depends on the client, the house, the market that you're in. Um, but that's typically like what that is. Mm, okay. Yeah. So what do you tell, uh, again, you do a little season. What do you tell a new agent getting into the business and they're working with two or three buyers? Uh, and again, we're in a multiple offer situation. They don't get the property. Offer one, offer two on different houses and they don't get the deal. Clients is frustrated, right? So now, you know, when buyers are mad, they're mad at everybody. Frustrated, they start to look at their realtor like, do I have the, do I have the best agent working for me? What do you tell an agent that they can pass on to their client that they can just keep going? You need to keep them engaged. Mm. You need to let them know I'm working for you. Mm. You're not working for anybody but that client. So don't put the cart before the horse. Don't get discouraged. Don't feel like, oh, it's something that I did. Mm. It's the market we're in. Mm. It'll be a client that I'll write 15, 20, 30, 40 offers for. We've driven hundreds of miles. I had a client I showed 40 houses to um, ended up wow. purchasing a home with somebody else because she thought that I was just not doing my job. But in all seriousness, her terms just weren't competitive. Mm. Um, so at the end of the day, don't get discouraged because when you get discouraged, the client gets discouraged. So they're feeding off of you. Mm. So if you're like, hey, look, like we'll get another one. Some people, they might get discouraged and decide to rent for another year. I've had that happen as well. Don't get discouraged. Keep following up with that client. Keep talking to them. Keep sending them houses. Mm -hmm. um, you know, stay connected with them. Ultimately, it's a rough time to be in real estate, especially with the state of the current market. There's a shortage of inventory. Some clients might opt to do new construction instead of, um, you know, looking at existing homes, especially if they get discouraged. Mm -hmm. But it's all about your connection with them and your relationship with them. So build that relationship with them so that they can trust you mm -hmm. and have the confidence to know that I'm going to find them something. Don't just be like, oh, we lost. Oh, well, I'm going to give up now. Go. I had a client. He lost out on a townhome in this one community. And I got up on a Saturday morning and I knocked on every door. Y'all want to sell? I, here's a pre-approval mm. and somebody said yeah and so he ended up getting it home that way it wasn't even listed on the market wow nice you have to you can't just take no for an answer mm. you have to have that like grind and that hustle to be able to find them something so that's some like a couple of clients that i've had this year um have gotten homes that way you mm. can't just be like oh we lost again we lost right. like what are you doing mm. for the client mm. so that's your client you work for them might not be working on, on the existing market find another way whether mm. that's you sending out mailers knocking on doors whatever if they love that area you might have to farm several uh, neighborhoods in that area so that you can find something for that one client mm. Or maybe, you know, somebody might call you and say, you know, I'm interested in selling. Think about your clients, you know? Mm -hmm. Some, you know, people don't allow dual agency. So you might have to kind of have somebody else to represent them and mm -hmm. do a referral fee or whatever you have to do. But just think about the client always. Quick commercial break. If you're interested in a career in real estate or you're a seasoned vet, you might want to change. New environment. You don't like the atmosphere you're in. The Headley Group Realty could be there to assist you with your career. What do we offer? Great culture, 
great environment, leads, and an awesome commission structure. Let us be there to support your business. One thing, you got to be in the state of North Carolina. Let's get back to the show. I like that. You, you said so many great points there. I want to peel back. People always talk about the highlights, but it's tough times us as real estate professionals. 40 houses, they went another route. If you care to share, did you question your performance or was there learning moments in there which you said, okay, well, I could have done this better or I could have done that better? Share that. So I was a little, a lot offended. I was highly offended. Mm. It's, it's <laughs> um, natural. I think it's natural. I think we all take I it just a little, but go ahead. That for that client, I went above and beyond. Mm. Like I was doing 8 a.m. showings for her because she had to go to work at nine and mm. I didn't want her to miss out. Mm. Or I was um, driving around with her and she said, you know, I want a four bedroom, two bath townhome. I was showing her three bedroom, two bath ranches, like stuff that wasn't even in her criteria, just so she felt like I was working for her. Um, I did a lot of research on the properties before even, you know, going out. But that's the thing about the consumer, right? They don't know everything that we're doing. Correct. People don't value our time because they don't think about the fact that you had to get out of bed at 5.30 a.m. to drive mm. to a show or whatever. Mm -hmm. They don't see that. They just see the house and they think about their needs. And like, we do that too as a consumer. When we go to right. McDonald's and we order our kids meal, four mm -hmm. piece, whatever, um, we don't think about the person who's putting the nuggets in the fryer and who's taking them out and who's, right. you know, putting the ketchup in the bag and mm -hmm. sealing the box and putting the toy. Like we don't mm -hmm. think about any of those things behind mm -hmm. the scenes. Mm -hmm. And I think I'm used to that with my background in theater because I worked behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. So nobody saw what was going on back there. They just see the show. And that's another thing. Like the consumer is not thinking about the lender that stayed up until 10 o'clock that night working on their file or mm. the realtor that's driving hundreds of miles or um, unlocking doors running comps and whatever else they're not thinking about the attorney that's doing title work for them they're not thinking about that because they, they're not educated they're not in our industry mm, exactly. so mm. you, you can't just you know be offended that oh i worked so hard for them they don't really correct. see that you know correct so correct. sometimes and other times it may just be a personality thing like you're not mm. for everybody mm. um and if that's the case where you have that client that's like, oh my goodness, like we're just really not connecting, mm. refer them out. Don't just do yourself a favor <laughs> and so, just refer them out because they might be a better fit with somebody else. Mm -hmm. Actually, I did a, uh, a segment with uh, somebody else I had on the show. There's nothing wrong with firing a client, right? It's mm -hmm. like they get rid of us. Sometimes, like I said, the match is not there. So I agree with you 100% on that. Uh, some, if someone says, well, Albany, you know, you have so much going on, you take it as client, and we really appreciate that. We do know that we have to have that them refresher moments, that them that downtime, so we can come back and refresh and do a great job. Do you do you feel as though that at times where it could be too much in terms of being pulled in different directions? And how do you juggle that, right? For us quiet time for you because you got to have time for you so how do you juggle that yeah so for me 
right now, I was actually just like writing out everything I have to do for the week before mm -hmm. I came on. Mm -hmm. And I was like, wow, like, how am I gonna, how am I gonna manage all this? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It always works out, but I structure my day to make mm -hmm. it work for me. So if I have to wake up at 3 a.m. that day so that I can get two work days into one, that's just what I have to do. Um, I don't really have a lot of quiet time. It seems like I'm always on the phone with someone or following up with people via email. I did go on like a mini vacation for mm -hmm. Thanksgiving this past week. So mm -hmm. I went to New Mexico and it was beautiful. Mm -hmm. But of course our clients are always calling us. <laughs> um, okay. And that's okay, you know, because mm -hmm. I really pride myself on being there for them. Mm -hmm. My thought process is, you know, I'm, you know, I'm younger. I wouldn't classify myself as like super, super young because I'm getting older, which is crazy. Mm -hmm. But um, I don't have a lot of distractions. So I had to cut out a lot and sacrifice a lot, mm. like watching TV. Like I unplugged my TV. When I got my license, I unplugged my TV and I put mm. a, a poster, like a whiteboard over the TV. So I was focused on that. Um, another thing from that book that I was telling you about, um, I have it right here actually. I kind of bookmarked it. Um, it's about the inputs that you put into your life. So if Correct. you put junk in, you get junk out. Exactly. So really just grounding myself and just gravitating towards things that are positive, mm -hmm. that gives me that satisfaction of mm -hmm. knowing like, you know, I'm working super hard. I do take time to myself mm -hmm. sometimes, but mm -hmm. it may have to be like a late night, like, okay, just relax, you're okay. Mm -hmm. Correct, 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 <laughs> correct. But correct, ultimately, correct. You, you have to fit that in. Like, you have mm -hmm. to rest and relax, mm -hmm. for sure. So, and what made that, that, led, that led to my next question, what do you say to an agent just getting into the business? And like you said, you you first you got laid off and you like, how am I, how am I gonna make, how am I gonna make this work? You got an agent who has a job and they're licensed and they want to get into the business. How do they find, can they be successful full-time and can they be successful part-time? What's your take on that? So I have never been a part-time agent, so I can't really speak to that. But I feel like when you put in full-time effort, you get full-time results. So there may be somebody that's like, I mean, you're taking a risk, but there's no one better to bet on than you. Because you know, if I want this bad enough, if I you know, do these things, I will be successful. Mm. Versus relying on other people. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like, it's just, I don't know. I've never like had to juggle, I guess a part-time job and well, I guess I kind of am doing that now because I'm actually still consulting for the um, entertainment company that I mm -hmm. used to work for, for Price is Right. Mm -hmm. They have me working on several of their shows. So I'm kind of doing that part time, but I am able to do it on my own terms as an independent contractor. So ultimately you can make it work, but what, again, with the inputs, if you put in garbage, you get out garbage. Mm -hmm. You put in part-time effort, you get out part-time results. Mm -hmm. You put in full-time effort, you get full-time results. Um, so ultimately it's doable. 
I definitely encourage you to just look at your lifestyle and look at like, because I mean, there, there's times where you don't sell a house, you know what right. I mean? Like, exactly. are you, you going to be okay? Mm-hmm. Like for me, I can live hard. Like <laughs> I'm used to living on tour buses, like in hotels, like I, I can live hard. If I have okay. to make a tent in the woods, that's just what we have to do. Got you, got you. But, if you have like kids and other people that mm-hmm. are dependent on you, you definitely have to take those things into consideration. Mm-hmm. But betting on yourself is always, always going to be rewarding. Mm. So Especially. you mentioned, I'm sorry, go ahead. Okay. No, you're fine. No, no, you mentioned uh, theater background and uh, you was doing stuff with the prices right currently as well. How much of all of that good stuff played a role into your real estate? I know you said you don't mind putting a tent in the woods if you had to, but how much of that played your role into your real estate now that made you successful? A lot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because I'm used to working 365 days out of the year. Mm-hmm. I'm up at 5 a.m. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm, you know, building the show or getting the local crew for that day um, set. I'm talking to the talent. I'm dealing with all of these different personality types. Mm-hmm. I've lived in Asia. Mm-hmm. I've oh. had to communicate with people who didn't speak English. Wow, so okay. picking up on those social cues and picking up on like how people interact with you mm-hmm. really plays a role in my customer service mm-hmm. because I'm used to dealing with anyone from any different walk of life. And I'm able to leave that day knowing that I treated everybody with respect mm-hmm. and that people respect me as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel that respect is definitely earned. Mm-hmm. So just building that rapport with people is super important to me. And that work ethic, like mm-hmm. the show must go on. <laughs> so right. I've done shows where I had my wisdom to pull that morning mm-hmm. and that afternoon I was doing a show. I've done shows where I had a bucket tied around my neck and I was vomiting into the bucket while at work still. Ooh, oh, wow. there's nobody, there's nobody to cover for you. Mm. So you have to push on. Mm-hmm. So that drive and that like work ethic definitely played a huge role into my real estate career mm-hmm. thus far because it's by any means necessary. Like mm. if my client wants something, we're getting it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I definitely, you know, also feel that it contributed to me thinking outside of the box because there's always another way. So if we're building the show and then something happens where somebody spills black paint on everything and Mm -hmm. now it looks a mess, the show has to go on. So we need to come up with solutions to be Mm -hmm. able to make this work. Mm -hmm. So it definitely has contributed to like me using my creative side to a help with my marketing b help me connect to my clients make sure they're taken care of and just make sure that i'm working as hard as possible for the client because that's really who it's about hey guys thank you for watching our show we're going to interrupt you real quickly we are in the business of referrals if you know someone looking to buy or sell residential or commercial here in the north carolina area refer us we really appreciate that oh it's nice nice see you mentioned marketing and I want to segue into that social media. We see you got a heavy presence on social media. What do you say to a uh, veteran who feels though, ah, I'm not really into that. Oh, I feel I may not look good on camera or, or, or that's, that's for the younger people. Um, 
how much of a role has social media played in your business that's making you successful? Social media is awesome. So I was kind of hinting on the fact that my mom is my boss, right? Mm -hmm. So she has other agents. I didn't want them looking at me like, oh, you hand her things or you help her. So social media was my go-to. I wanted to specifically use social media because it's free, right? I don't do any sponsor ads, um, but I use social media a lot. And I just, I also like to keep things for memories as well. So it's like, oh, I remember that. Or I'm like scrolling on my, my page and I'm like, oh, I remember mm -hmm. that person. And I'll check in on them and stuff mm -hmm. like that. So it's almost like I was using it like a scrapbook. Mm -hmm. um, but also creating that consistency social media is not going to work if you're just like oh, i'm going to post once a month like we don't know what you sell we right. don't know what you do mm -hmm. and you have to be consistent with it if you're going to use it as a marketing tool mm -hmm. um i think now more than ever especially with covid we, mm -hmm. we're seeing a lot of people who are going on zillow and they're going on Marketplace and they're going mm -hmm. on Realtor.com and they're going on social media and they're looking at all these things, scrolling, swiping. Mm -hmm. I mean, people use it to find a spouse, for God's sake. Like, That's I met right. my boyfriend on Bumble, like, swiping oh, on oh, Got you, got you, <laughs> so got you. Okay. It's so funny because people are now using these mm -hmm. social media platforms and using their phones, computers to find things like mm -hmm. homes, spouses, cars, like mm. you can go on Toro, not Toro, what's that thing? Uh, Carvana, and they'll Carvana. deliver it to your door. Like That's right. people That's are right. using technology now more than ever. So to tap into that and to use that free tool, why not? Mm. Like you're not losing anything. How long does it take to post? Mm -hmm. Three seconds. Mm. If you have to sit down for one day out of the month and just make everything that you're going to post about do that but mm -hmm. definitely be consistent with it mm -hmm. um and i think for a lot of people they lack that discipline it's mm -hmm. like i'm gonna post twice a day every day or i'm mm -hmm. gonna post three times a week just make a plan it's definitely been really great for me and my business like i can speak directly to that and the reason that i did it was because i wanted to I wouldn't say proof to my mom, but I want to be like, look at me, mom. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> but she's going to watch this now. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. I would be like, look what I did, mom. Um, uh -huh. Aren't you so proud of me? Because, like, ultimately, mm. I just want her to be proud of me. Um, so she was like, oh, wow, that's cool. And I love just, like, talking with other agents. Um, I went to this fireside chat, and I was talking with other agents about, like, social media. And they also agreed that, like, it's a great tool for a new agent or a seasoned agent. Exactly. And if you are like a veteran agent, don't be afraid to like get those client testimonials, reach back out to your clients. Like don't just leave them because then you'll have them calling people that they see on social media to come back and list their home for sale because they haven't talked to you mm -hmm. at all. Mm -hmm. So just check in on your people. Um, just take care of people. Mm -hmm. and, yeah. mm, I like that. I like, now nah, you said a mouthful that because uh, you get so many agents uh that feel as though i don't it's they could be intimidated how they look and but i think actually i think really people don't care about that right it's really the words come out of your mouth and how impactful yeah. that is uh because you really make i just think 
you, you'll say something on social media and you just may touch one person and that could be your client or you can inspire them or it takes one, right? So I'm a big proponent of it. Um, I, I agree with that though. Cause like for uh, video, I, I can't even believe my mind here right now. One, really? because Are you serious? Like, Why you say that? Yeah, I, I hate my voice. Like I'll record You're fine. like 60 videos okay. and then I'll be like, oh my God look at my eye or look at my like listen to my voice and i'm like scrolling through them and i'm like i'm not gonna post any of these so i definitely need to do better about video it's a real thing because right. like it's just weird like i, I don't I notice anything like, <laughs> it's crazy because like i was like i was gonna email you and be like oh my god can we move it because i lost my luggage and i don't have any cosmetics and i didn't okay. do like i didn't do myself up like how you're I fine like, yeah you are great <laughs> yeah you're, you're fine yeah but yeah. like it's a real thing people are like super you're your worst critic you know what i mean first one like first other one. people will be like wow you're so great and you'll just be like oh my gosh like look at this look at that just get out of that just you, do it you, you know as you as and i'm gonna touch on that i think people are uh some is, is, is afraid to be vulnerable, right? So, but I think there's so many more people that's that's that can re, uh, relate to that versus the facade and whatever that looks like, you know? Right. Uh, any particular real estate you 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 prefer to die, you like, uh, whether it be investment property, single family, uh, 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 first time buyers, listings, is there anything, or you just across the board? across the board i love it all i love (laughs) everything like i did my first couple of land deals this year i loved Mm. that Mm. just like with doing the due diligence of like oh we have to get a park test and a survey like oh wow like i'm learning so much Mm. um i'm getting more into like multi-family with one of my clients right now um helping somebody get some airbnbs up and running so it's just so awesome to just see people using real estate as a keystone to wealth mm-hmm. and just seeing their happiness like that's really what it's about like mm-hmm. i real estate is is very lucrative but that's not what it's about for me like just seeing people at the closing table i had a client um, his mom came with them to closing and she was crying because she was like, wow, he's the first person in our family to buy a house. And like, wow. I'm about to start crying. Like I tried to hold it in, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, like I shed a couple of tears when I got in the car because mm-hmm. I didn't want it's, them to see me. <laughs> it's, it's, I got, it's, it's a great feeling though. It's a, one that, you know, you had a lot of contribution to that. Um, you, if you've been in, you say been in business a uh, year and a half, two years, mm-hmm. if you had to look back and tell yourself the first 60 days being in the business, what would you say? I would tell myself to buckle up, buttercup. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would tell myself that you should have done this sooner and mm-hmm. that you don't have to be afraid. Mm-hmm. Um, because once you treat people the way that they deserve to be treated and your intentions are pure and genuine mm-hmm. good things are always going to happen to you especially mm-hmm. if you give back and you mm-hmm. are just genuine mm-hmm. so i think for me i was a little nervous at first mm-hmm. 
definitely with a couple of deals that were like falling apart. It happens. It happens. You have to just keep going, you know, you like mm -hmm. you can find them something else. And the amount of time that you are upset about it falling out, you can find them something else to exactly. look at. And I would never sell somebody something that I wouldn't buy. Mm. So if I'm looking at something, even when we go to the showings, I'm turning on the water, I'm flushing the toilet, I'm turning on the shower, I'm checking, is the water getting hot? Like, what's going on? Mm -hmm. um, and I think that that also helps a lot once we get to the inspection. Right. Like, I'm not a home inspector, I'm not saying that, but I'm crawling under the house. I want to see if there's wow. a vapor barrier under nice. there because nice. I don't want to find out about that at the home inspection. So just like making them feel, making the client feel supported and also just making them feel like I have their back mm. no matter what, it really gives them ease. Mm -hmm. So I would say like in that first 60 days, I would just tell myself that everything's going to be okay. You should have done it sooner. Mm -hmm. um, and just continue to treat people with kindness mm -hmm. for sure. Uh, let me get your spin on we definitely are in a high, high pressured seller's market, right? When I got into the business, it was a buyer's market. Mm -hmm. um, as we continue to go on, clearly ain't gonna be like this forever. What do you see right, in your time in real estate? I'm quite sure you get this answer. But when is the market gonna change? When will it correct? What, what are you telling clients, potential clients? I tell them that the best time to buy a house was yesterday mm -hmm. because I feel that the interest rates are going to go up and it's going to essentially create this like equilibrium between the pricing and the interest rate. So when the pricing comes down and the interest rates go up, you'll probably be paying around the same, mm -hmm. just depending on like what type of house you're looking at mm -hmm. in the area you're looking in. I don't know. I really don't know when okay. it's going to change. Okay. Mm -hmm. I don't think anybody knows when it's going to change. Like, right. I exactly. Feel, I feel like recently, though, I don't know if you feel this way about the market here. Have you felt like you've been seeing like houses sit a little bit longer mm -hmm. or some price reductions? Correct. Correct. Well, well I've been seeing that. But I don't know if it's just because it's like, the season and then in the spring it's going to be mm -hmm. like woo hot market again correct 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 well i i can tell you from my take is i am seeing versus 24 48 hours now that property is a week now right yeah five yeah. days and offers are going uh 98 right or nine or 90 mm percent -hmm. not the full 100 right not all yeah. houses but yeah. but i'm starting to see just that little bit and that's indicators little by little right little indicators so uh, I definitely agree with you that that rates possibly, you know, the way inflation is going, that it may, it may, uh, uh, um, may increase up just little by little, right? But we don't know that, right? So we don't right. know. This, so we just got to be prepared for it. Yeah. Uh, like the other day, I went to buy bacon. It was eight dollars <laughs> for a pack of bacon. Like, what in the world? <laughs> what, what about gas? Right? Yeah, and it's it crazy. seems like it just crept up, like a little, 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 little by little, little. exactly. And I'm exactly. like. Why am I paying $8 for this bacon? Mm -hmm. So I feel that that's like a real thing for sure with inflation. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And it's like, and I think us as uh, brokers, we need to really pay attention to that, right? Like, okay, well, how, how do I develop a strategy, which quite sure you will. So, okay, now we're going to be shifting a little bit so I can be there for these, uh, for the other side. You know? um, 
Albany, you really enlighten us with some great information. We ask every guest for two golden nuggets. You gave us about nine of them already, right? Two, two golden nuggets, uh, whether it be a book, a scripture, a quote, anything that's inspirational to you. Um, for sure. So my grandma, my mom always says this. She says, good, better, best. Never let it rest till your good is better and your better is best. Ooh, so okay. you always okay. have to be striving to be better. You might think that you're the best thing ever, but you always have room to improve and to grow. Mm. Um, and then the book, The Compound Effect by Darren Hardy. Definitely want you guys to check that out. Mm -hmm. um, it's really going to humble you in mm -hmm. a sense. It's going to tell you about the things that you may be doing mm -hmm. that are stunting your growth. Mm -hmm. um, and ultimately, that's what it's all about. You want to grow your business, but mm -hmm. the best way to do that is to grow yourself. Mm -hmm. For sure. I like, I like that. Now, we have to highlight this. You said your boot camp. Go ahead and go with that. Talk to us about yeah, that. so boot camp will commence in January. Okay. Um, I host them every Monday from seven to eight, specifically for first-time buyers. Mm -hmm. But coming um, next year, we'll start doing some for investors as mm -hmm. well. So that'll be super cool. I would say out of the boot camps, a lot of the people in there have closed our homes mm. this past year so nice. it's really good information um i really talk a lot about the process mm. down to like due diligence earnest money strategy mm. how to prepare yourself to enter the market that way when you get into it mm. you're like i'm ready like no soldier goes to war without training for it right. <laughs> or having That's the right. proper right. equipment or mm -hmm. tools mm -hmm. so yeah i love the boot camps i love just talking with people and it's kind of like a forum style i guess okay. you could say okay. where we play games in there like it's mm. not boring it's not like a boring zoom call or anything like that it's very okay. very hands-on so mm -hmm. and, and this yeah. will be virtual virtual not a physical location yeah, so I, I did them virtual this past year, but coming up next year, I'm thinking about doing them in person. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. And, and if you do this virtual, where can people find? Where can they go? So I have a link on my okay. page. And we'll it's, have that. Yeah, it's through Calendly. So you can go okay. in, type in your information, and then it'll register you. Usually mm -hmm. it lasts for about an hour, unless mm -hmm. people have a lot of questions, and then you could log out if you want. <laughs> mm -hmm. Let me tell you something, you all. Uh, I want to highlight this sister. Like I said, she really gave us some great information. Uh, continue to support. And uh, we want to thank you all for being on the Heavy Group Real Estate Show. Thank you to Albany P. Jones for the name of the real estate company. Almajni Realty. <laughs> yeah, because I'd have messed the name up, right? <laughs> we'll, we'll see you all next time on the Heavy Group Real Estate Show. Hey, gang, I hope you really enjoyed that show. Our guests provide us some great tips and insight, and please support them on all social media platforms. And while I'm saying that, support us on all social media platforms, and don't forget, watch the entire video on YouTube. We'll see you next time.